again, cold open, never an introduction or anything like that. <laughs> uh, first, I just gotta ask you, um, dang, I forgot my question. What were you about to say? Uh, I was gonna ask y'all this question. So, I was arguing with my coworkers and my kids at my job, right? And is it book bag or backpack? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on one second. I remember what I was going oh to ask. God. I was going to, uh, <laughs> Miles, what the fuck? <laughs> no, 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 y- y'all have to answer this question, because this has been pissing me off all day. Listen, I say both. Yeah. I mean, no, you pick one. No, Why? this is not. It, Why would you limit not, yourself to only one? <laughs> one, damn it. This is a terrible opening. It's a book bag, all right? JT, just say back. You should just say backpack to make, to make it interesting. Backpack. Hey, we're right. You're what? Right. What the? F- no, we are what? not. No, yes, no, 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 no. All right, explain why you say book bag. Because that's because that's how. I think that's literally what everyone. I remember what I was going to say. Now I was going to say that this is like the ghetto version of iCarly because oh, the way that you fucking were trying to start <laughs> and set this shit up. <laughs> I had no idea what you were doing. Oh, I'm not even sure if we're recording now. <laughs> is this is this how we're spending our Juneteenth? Just. Talking about nonsense, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Active fool, yeah. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are we gonna introduce ourselves, or are we gonna keep the cold open? Uh, nah, I feel like we should get the let's cold do a quick thing. No, actually, no. Yeah, let's say just go ahead and say the names, man. Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. It's the Victory Click Podcast with your boys. What be your boy Miles B. Goop Boy ninety six. Tony Tom Tom. Uh, we are here today. It's Juneteenth or Juneteenth weekend. Uh, I just want to start off by saying. Uh, happy Juneteenth. I mean, I'm still waiting for reparations, but I'll take another stimulus <laughs> check as well. Uh, <laughs> um, what else is on the agenda? Uh, about black everything, man. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's obvious, of course. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to blow your shirt out. So I, I guess I should explain <laughs> that uh, uh, Tony is wearing something that we can't air. Um, no. If you guys can guess what it is in the comments, I don't know. I'll give you a Spotify gift card. Um, They'll never guess what this shit is. Uh, no, probably not. But, <laughs> but I try. It's really more like I would just want to see if somebody would get it. Yeah, I, I just kind of yeah. want to see the crazy reactions that they're gonna say. At least try. I promise y'all, y'all will never guess what it is. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what were you talking about? Book bag back? Yes. What would you? Want? Oh, follow us on everything. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers. Going to Disney World. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that, but you know, that's what we're building towards. It will really help us out if you guys just got us to a thousand subscribers. Hope it's good uh, there. Yeah. Some sponsors, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Maybe, uh, oh, I can't say anything. Nope, nope. Yeah. Not a single word. Not yeah. Yet. Okay. Um, so yeah. Uh, look back or backpack? I see backpack. Look, for years, I don't know if y'all remember. You're going to hate it when I get my psychology bag because, you know, <laughs> these are just like the, the Rorschach test. <laughs> and Shut it's like, you see Anyway, this? look, I was raised on backpack. Yeah. Last time I checked, there's not a hit song called Book Bag, Book Bag, Book What'd Bag, you call Book Bag. That song a hit song? Yes, it's a hit song, damn it. You know it's a bop. All right, everybody me, knows that. You tell me that a song or a door to explore for four year olds 
Somebody back. You got your laptop with you today. You can be fact checker. Somebody can fact check. Come on, Miles. Man. We got it. No. Also, you have to. No, no, no. It's like saying soda and pop. All right, listen. It's fucking soda. You can call it pop in different areas, man. It's I mean, I know it's crazy, but yeah, they do call it pop. Some it people just blows my mind on why though. These are the conversations that us black nerds always have. In case the audience is wondering, why the hell are we talking about? Backpacks versus book. I mean, what do we always have to talk about? Fucking guns and violence all the time. Exactly. <laughs> Beat the stereotype, man. Good yeah, lord. Beat the stereotype, but I tell you one thing. Beat the stereotype is a hard thing. It's a hard thing to do. It really is. I mean, just I mean, just think about. It. I mean, all y'all, like, all y'all have experienced a, a, a bullying at one point, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess coming from the nerd's perspective, uh, just just getting bullied because I like anime cartoons and all that and while we were growing up and when you got older you were supposed to grow up but I'm just like let, now, me, enjoy, let me enjoy my stuff am I bothering you no so go but away. that's the thing I feel like there is some truth to the whole like you know I got bullied because I like anime because some people just think anime is weird yeah but at the same time says the people who likes Twilight were a fucking vampire sparkles yeah. in sunlight but you know, oh, every girl in the universe was in love with Twilight when that Okay, but then every guy was in love with Dragon Ball Z, but yet we were still called kids. But hey, well, again, there's another aspect of that is that, you know, there are some people out there in middle school and high school that legit try and do hijutsu on you. Yeah. Try to hurt you. Yeah. There was I know, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I did it I one know. time in, the co- in middle school. But you I know, there's always the, the how anime kid. Yeah. Let me ask, bro. How you? How oh yeah, they they roasted my ass for like the whole year. They're like, "Hey, man, Naruto run this way," and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Did I regret it? Oh yeah, but it, it was a learning experience, and I was still proud of who I was." And that's so, what I was gonna yeah. say next is that you know, I don't know. I and that's the thing. In middle school, I still used to play Yu Gi Oh and stuff, but you know, I was also younger than everybody else. But you know, everybody's always like, you know, oh yeah, he's fucking. I don't know. He plays Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever. Well, and it's like, well, I am 12. And <laughs> I just kind of felt like, you know, these situations, especially when it comes to like anime or whatever, is that whenever you express something kind of innocent like that, people just kind of, uh, would you say downplay or criticize, like, you know, when you don't know something. And I mean, I'm guilty of that too, where it's like, you know, oh, you know, that was kind of corny or whatever you said, you know. Yeah, it's might. Yeah, we've all kind of been there, and it's like, damn. And it does make you kind of feel like, shit, you know, I'm like stupid or whatever. But, you know, I just feel like people don't really kind of remember that stuff. People just kind of joke around. And I don't think people are really as malicious as, um, well, I mean, I can't say that either. Because, you know, some people are just dead ass, you know, they want to pick on somebody. But, you know, everybody has their own issues, and I mean, I feel like that's kind of how they deal with it. Not playing the side of the bully or whatever, but, you know, I just want to say I've seen it both ways. You know, when I used to work as a mental health counselor, uh, a lot of the kids that were in there, unfortunately, that is how we bonded. They were all the anime kids, all the kind yeah. of... I'm about to you say, know. I was about to say, whoa, 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 you, you let them bully other people and you join <laughs> in in order for y'all to bomb? What? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> nah, man. Why would you think I would do that? I don't know, JT. Well, you ask me, well, Mr. Bully. Okay, you know, okay, so let's go and try to concentrate on, let's say, the black anime community. Let's just go with that avenue real quick. You know how, you know, y'all know the saying as far as most, most weebs will say, 
you know, anime was as popular 15 years ago. Now everybody loves it. Yep. Yeah. I want to know what is y'all take on that? Because you know, I'm kind of like on a side where I appreciate anime, but I don't watch it as supposed as y'all do. I'll, all right. So what are refusing? I used to do that shit too back when I was. Hey, it's okay. I used, I used to do it. Me for that shit. I used to do it with my friends. No one was around. All right, it was me and my friends. All right, like, come on, we gotta go practice this. My cousin also, started doing that. She thought that shit was so yeah. weird. Oh but my as you God. see now, you know, anime has become a lot more mainstream. I mean, make no mistake. For example, when the hype that Megan Thee Stallion got, yeah. or that it's just a, a simple Dragon Ball Z reference. Yeah, and I mean, but that's the thing. I feel like that is a little crazy, um, and I did want to talk about that, but I do feel like a lot of women also don't feel represented in they They don't have any strong voices that represent for them. And then they kind of do have, like, for voice actors, but the anime community is high-key kind of mean. Uh, <laughs> Especially the fan bases, the shipping. Yeah, oh, they man. all get super kind of extreme. Yeah. And on my other podcast, we used to call them the sweaties. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I feel like there's people, there's, tier, there's levels to it. Yeah. There's people that like what's just available to them. That's why The Office or whatever um, became so popular. It's a great show. It was, well, not only is it just a great show, but everybody has Netflix. We're all yeah. stuck inside. So they're pumping out more. Uh, or not pumping out, but you know, they're just consuming more content indoors. And The Office is just one of those like feel-good, put-on shows, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, every network is kind of doing that now. Uh, but my only point is, is that anime is kind of also just like more available everybody has Netflix which is why Seven Deadly Sins yeah. um, is also starting to become more you know popular and whatnot. and uh, what's the other one Demon Slayer Demon Slayer is also on Netflix and that's yeah. why that also I feel like has just a huge resurgence or, or not resurgence but you know there's an argument I saw and I'll let you go next but there's an argument I saw where you know when you go on Twitter um, Twitter is a great app but it's also a complete cesspool you all can Google that if anyone doesn't yeah. know what that means, but it is a complete swamp of nonsense. Yeah. And there were, and there were people in there that were arguing about... That's every social media site yeah. I feel but, like. Because, you know, down there. even YouTube, though, you let the video play too long, you get to that <laughs> <video side. laughs> But, yeah, but, uh, but at least on Twitter, at this moment, I saw, of course, there's all kinds of arguments. And there were... I'm not sure if there were guys or everyone were trying to argue whether or not if Magnus Stallion could be classified as a nerd. Because they said that they've heard more people say, "Oh, I like anime, so therefore I'm more of a nerd." Soldier Boy did it and, first. Yeah, and one side made a compelling point. I don't agree with it nor disagree, but they said that they say I hate it when some people try to claim themselves as nerds when they like a certain fad, if that's anime now, or like something. Look, I, I, however, not go through the treatment that I went through when I was younger. Because they were saying that you bullied me ten years ago for liking this, now you think. And now they kind of want to enforce it, but at the same yeah. time. I kind of see it both ways as well. Yeah, now, I do think people should not be upset like other people are coming on board, but people do get on fads. And do you remember the Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce? People yeah. was getting on countertops and stuff. Uh, or, you know, certain <laughs> oh shows go viral. That was, that was a crazy time, y'all. Sorry. That was insane. Or the, the hype around that sauce was disgusting. Yeah. Or just really kind of. Y'all literally one of the two people who wanted to get the sauce too. I didn't. You, I didn't do you were quoting. No, no, you're like, like, I, 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 
I know I wanted to get the sauce. I, 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 oh, no, I, I still want this. the sauce. Miles. And I got it. I was Miles. I was going to go out there and sell sauce lines. And I That's what I'm saying. I, did, oh, I had God. no idea that was just going to blow up out of nowhere like this. Because a show like Ricky Morty, you know, when it first came out, it was pretty, it had like a niche following. But yeah. then the past maybe 45 oh, years. Oh, shit. The new season comes out in like two days. Yay. Oh, boy. And but, it's gonna be another three-year hiatus. Ooh. Actually, no. They I have mean, like another. They have like four more seasons. Yeah, too. Cartoon Network and Adult Swim is really. And I, I'm gonna tag them in this. I fucking love Adult Swim. The Adult Swim challenge is also going viral right now. I know. Yeah, I uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know. I. We always talk about Toonami and how you know it brought in that shit is just essential to the anime experience for I guess black kids of our generation. But uh, I want to tag Dad. Blah, damn, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to uh, tag Dan Harmon and Justin Orland, mm-hmm. uh, Rick and Morty. Hopefully they respond. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. Oh, no, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not trying to shit talk y'all, but it's just yeah. like, damn. I am the like, But also, I, I want to say this though. It's like before everybody became a fad, us fellow weebs, like we were, we had to crawl so they could run. Yeah. So basically, yeah, yeah like we got yeah. shitted on for all that. But now that it's become a thing, like, granted, some of us who, like, the OG weeds, we're, we're welcoming, yeah. but at the same time, I still got that little hostility, because I, like, I promised you, I knew a girl who literally called Aldrina, a Naruto manga one time, right, just mind my business, she was like, ugh, Naruto, you're such a child, anime is for children, I was like, yeah, there are okay, a lot of people, people there. and then literally yeah. years later, she's like, oh my god, I love Naruto, I was like, the yeah, I mean, look, you know, I, I'm not listening. We are not gatekeepers, you know. Like we're not trying to say, you know, people can't do this and this. But again, you know, people are as not you like always. Hmm? I'll, I'll say, look, as you like I said, as we like grew up liking these certain things, or you know, especially not liking more, you know, we get bullied and therefore we learn the social norms that hey, don't try and be weird. So therefore, we had to go through those scars of socializing that includes being bullied for something that we like. It's not our older. We have social norms, but then wind up, but then people start liking the same things that we like. If they never had to go through, like you said, those battle scars. And you know, I don't want to shame anybody for that, but I do also just want to mention. Oh yeah, no shame. Yeah, like it's life though. Like you said, it's life. Make no mistake. Well, I just want to say, you know, we we were talking about leap of faith and all that stuff as an artist. Um, anybody that is kind of like an originator or something, nerds are always the one thing that they always say about nerds. Is that they're early adapters, so they kind of know what's cool yeah. before other people know what's cool. Like you know, mm-hmm. even with products like Apple or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it was real geeks and nerdy kind of people that stand outside that wait to get the new iPhone with the latest feature or whatever, or you know, mm-hmm. whatever video game console is usually like the die-hard kind of nerd people, I guess. Um, and what do they call them for anime? Otaku. Otaku yep. means obsessed uh, in Japanese. But you know, those are the people that are really the first people in line for this kind of stuff. And you know, they kind of are owed, owed their credit uh, because they do kind of vet a lot of stuff. And you know, I try not to, you know, whenever somebody is kind of like, you know, oh, check this guy out. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, like, like, I already know, you know, I already know. Have you seen this show or whatever? Exactly. People try to hype it up. It's like, you know, sometimes the first reaction is, you know, oh, yeah, I'll watch it later. And you never really do. But, you know, actually go watch some of them shits. Mm-hmm. You know, look, speaking of, hey, look, if y'all want some good anime recommendations, I'm going to give y'all the three animes you need to watch. Do you have Twitter? 
Nah. I want them to interact with you on social media. Do it on your Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Follow, like I said, follow me on Goop.96. Look, aside from my morning motivations, just follow me for my stories. I got crazy stories up there. You'll love them. Trust me. But anyway, as you were saying. Uh, but Watch Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho is the greatest anime out there. It's easy, it's short, it's sweet, and simple. Characters are great. Continue. I'll let you get that off. <laughs> I'm not going to fight that. Uh, the thing is, I feel like once Yu Yu Hakusho gets a reboot, it's over for the rest of the They're not going to do it. No, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But. I Hunter you. Hunter got that. But reboot? that's Hunter Hunter, okay? Are you telling me if they cleaned up them graphics and <laughs> maybe, you know, fixed up the animation you wouldn't go back? No, even if, I think even if it's just like a Dragon Ball Z like I'm not gonna say Kai, but you know how they come back with a remastered version every once in a while. If they remaster Yu Yu Hakusho, I would cry because it was good as it was. Like honestly, for even its generation, like for that time period for the '90s, it still has some nice ass animation. And like, and let's not forget that oh, bomb ass theme song. Miles, before you continue, you're about to go into something that's really, really interesting. Yeah, and I was gonna say what the rose colored uh, rose glutton. Nostalgia. Yeah, basically. We're going to nostalgia talk about a nineties cartoons. And it's like you shut down the idea of even them modernizing the yeah. old stuff. Which is interesting though. Yeah. Uh I just wanna say though, I'm also not usually the biggest fan of whenever they do reboots or whatever. Uh and you know the the classic story is George Lucas, right? <laughs> uh every Star year he Wars. comes out and redoes Star Wars, uh over and over and over. Star Wars, even alone, the Star man. Wars formula, in my opinion, does not work anymore. You know why? Star Wars movies, they kind of imply this lightheartedness to some dark shit. Yes, yeah, some extremely dark. Who knew genocide would be so hilarious? Because of Wookiee crowd. Oh. You know why? Because they're starting to serve the fan base. Yeah. Star, yeah. Star Wars has just become a completely nostalgic. No, it's no, it's like a cult. It's a nostalgic cult. Well, there is Jediism as well. No, that's what I'm saying. These people form religions. They have all these <sighs> fan clubs, online things, Lots and they're very violent and toxic. <laughs> and I'm not trying to pick a fight with the Star Wars fan base because they are really. But this, but these are our experiences. Yeah. Now, yeah. we, like I said, as black nerds, we know the many nerdy groups, and this is one of the downsides for us. You know, there was a time where I got my ass beat by a Jedi uh, cosplayer. Okay, like, Miles, was, please, please tell us the story. All right, so, did he story. beat what you the with the, the lightsaber? Yes, with the lightsaber. Why did you get beat up? Why did I get beat up? What it, wasn't even a, it was one of those replicated ones that was like looks really real, and it also made it. So he basically <laughs> beat you. Yeah, he basically, he basically beat my Why? ass. Okay, explain. Tell us a story, please. So, it was at Necrocon, my first Necrocon, right? Oh, Jesus. And That's why you should have stuck up the group. <laughs> I wasn't with y'all. You were working that time. Oh, man. You don't remember that. That was my first time, and I was in that, that shitty-ass 17, Android 17 cosplay, remember? Mm. So Shout I, out to Anime Pavilion. Exactly. Not really, but, um, maybe we should but, um, check it out. Pay me. <laughs> but uh, I was there just minding my business, and I accidentally brushed it on him. He, he, I guess he took the role a little too serious, so he started acting like Samuel. He was like, watch where you going, motherfucker. I was like, oh, my fault, man. He's like, yeah, you better watch out or I'll whoop your ass. I'm like, hey, man, I'm sorry. He's like, run, motherfucker. I was like, wait, what? He's like, run. Did so they I, cheer you on? Did they cheer him on? No. They were just, they whooped out their phones and looked at me, and they were like, what? 
what? Run. I was like, Jesus, was you were so a meme? Oh my God. Basically, did he so, chase you? Yes, he chased me. And he was like, bring your ass, motherfucker. This is what happens when you mess with a Jedi Master. So I was like, ah, shit. I would and, give somebody $1,000. So <laughs> like, it, it, it didn't help because I got posted, caught up in like a, I got caught up in a huge crowd and like I couldn't move so then he got me he started hitting me and luckily security guards got him but at the same time like we were out late I was like yo why the uh, fuck are you hitting like I was about to go full Hulk mode on his ass until no. they pulled him away so I got like he that's why like, you got three cosplay. good times you always gotta cosplay somebody that's a sword wielder in case you <laughs> find that shit <laughs> and that way you can defend yourself but I still that's love just anime I know and it's just um, I still love Star Wars yeah, now, but that I was I want to emphasize the audience sorry to interrupt you those are the kind of people we do not align ourselves with, okay? Yeah. Hey, look. I'm How do you not. think Blurcon's gonna feel about this when we go there in a, was it a few weeks? I can't go, remember? Oh, damn. That's well, right. I mean, you can come to the next one. Uh, we can take you back to Necrocon and we can find that Samuel L. guy. <laughs> Who are you gonna cosplay as? Steve Rogers. Okay, Steve Rogers. 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 Oh, damn. That's, that would, he would be like beating up Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. We're gonna find you, Samuel. Oh my god. We're gonna beat your ass. Not the real Samuel. We actually love you. Yeah. Uh, but whoever please find that video. Somebody yeah. please. please. Send this video because I <laughs> If you're the real Samuel, we'll send it to you. We won't beat you up, I promise. <laughs> yes, please. Look. We're not gonna get anybody else. Yeah, those are the kind of people as a, uh, I'm gonna say, but they make it bad for for everybody else. Yeah. If I could just say That's why you gotta right. learn a jutsu or two anyways. Yeah. And you gotta keep a chidori on the side of a sing on and tuck in case somebody wants to fucking try to beat you with lights. Don't get your ass beat, alright, man. <laughs> First of all, I didn't get so, my ass beat. I got hit. They're different. Oh, oh, oh. Bro, it doesn't matter. You just got assaulted by a man with a lightsaber. I said, <laughs> I know why you said it's just crazy like that, bro. I it's know. Just crazy how do you think I feel? Shit. Yeah, honestly, bro, I'm not gonna lie. I know how you feel because. Like from you telling that story, I would have said, "Bro, I would have tried to be his ass." But now that I think about, it, I'm probably just being shocked. Like, why is he chasing me? I know he's not gonna hurt me. Is he? That's why you gotta train in the, the Jedi way. Yes. But let's, like I said, I just want to go. He has a high ground. Shut the hell up. No, shut up. Well, he was taller, so technically, not shot. Yeah, just get him right there. But this is the issue, right? Yeah, I mean, that's a cheap move. Ah. Uh, well, no, if he's way taller than you. Let's move on from this. Yeah, I was going to talk about the social, social the socialization issue that comes from that because, you know, I'm just going to address it. You know, when you grow up as a black nerd, at least most of the time, I'm sorry, not, not most of the time, chances are you probably have a hard time or growing up finding yourself a girlfriend if you don't know how to socialize. Mm-hmm. And here's where the effects of bullying comes in. So, the transition. Yeah, I mean, to be real, to be real with you, a lot, a lot of times these guys that are weirdos or these nerds that are weird, don't know how to socialize. But you guys are not making it easier if you just kind of ostracize them. And of now, granted, the women don't know us anything. Yeah, no, they, they don't. They don't at all. Yeah, but, but I feel like there, there is a cyclical problem there of, yeah. you know, innocent guy gets bullied, goes and hates every woman he ever. Meets, uh, ever meets and just tries to hurt every girl and then breaks girl's heart and then she goes and breaks boy's heart and or cycle vice, repeats or, or vice, vice versa. versa. Yeah, you know, it all just goes hand in hand in hand because you know we've all you know we've all had our encounters 
you know, trying to... I saw the news say something like, uh, it was something cheesy, and I was I was joking them for it, but you know, I do think that's kind of one thing that freedom kind of means to me, is kind of being able to break curses like that, like generational things, yeah. where it's like a lot of people fall victim to this, I can't let that happen to myself. Yeah. Uh, but what were you about to say? No, I was really just going to tap into um, also a lot of times when you're a different in a black community, that's also not a great thing. Like for like for example, many students could probably relate to this. You know, if you're smart or if you talk proper, you sound white. Yeah. Which is which kind of is bad is actually bad backwards because again, when there are bad things, they actually sound like as if you know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, and that kind of and that kind of does tap. You don't have you have no idea how many times. Oh my God, people are like here. You're supposed to talk like this, and in my head, I'm like, I appreciate the fact that you're trying to help. This sounds moronic, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to intentionally make myself. You know, you can be, you can be intelligent and be black. I, I don't understand. I, I feel like that is kind of one of the effects of racism. And, you know, is that unfortunately black people do kind of, uh, how can I put this in a non-crazy sounding way? Uh, black people do kind of if you sense, downplay intelligence. Like we insult people for being intelligent and whatnot. Uh, I would say it kind of goes in crabs in a, uh, a pot or barrel monster. Crabs in a barrel, yeah. If I, like, say, if I sound smarter than you or if I know more than you, and therefore I'm kind of pose myself when you sit there for yeah compete with me in order to get ahead you know it's really all just a competition in a sense yeah I mean and that isn't to say that you know in the same way that we were talking about how we had to adapt to people basically bullying us you know that isn't to say that these people haven't also had their own challenges and, yep. you know, and they had to adapt to do something that maybe wasn't you know I guess what a lot of people would say, white passing or white facing or code switching or whatever, um, which in a unfortunate way is kind of like a, a superpower for like really intelligent black people is how to, you know, kind of interact with people that way. And in that way, I mean, that's how you improve your game. Yeah, I mean, you learn, I mean, you learn how to do it. I mean, I mean, Miles, I'm pretty sure you learn how to code switch. Yeah. It goes from the, uh, what is you talking about? Like, <laughs> hey man, I don't quite understand what you're saying. Can you please uh, reiterate what you said to me? <laughs> yeah. And I'm just kind of forward with people now. It's like, yeah, I said it. If you don't understand it, I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you. Ask me to explain it or get on with you. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's what I mean, it is. I mean, even with that notion, you know, I would say this. At least from my experience, when you're growing up and either some innocent dude or more nerdy, you're more perceived as less, I don't know, it's not exactly less threatening, but... Like, it's going to be taken less serious? Yes, like, since you're... Less yes, respected? Less respected, and therefore, since you be deemed as a nice guy no matter what. And I kind of want to tap into the nice guy emotion, like... What does it mean to be a nice guy? At least in y'all's in y'all's opinion. Mm, I want to say kind of just like having good morals and like doing the right thing. And just oh, that's where we're about to be 
Angel and Devil or Angel and Devil's Devil. Nap. <coughs> Not okay. There you go. Where's uh, my Halo at? I'll put one on you yeah. the effects. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't really have like a. How can I say this? Uh, I'm not gonna say I don't have an answer for it. I just think morality is something that's such a gray area. Um, you know, I feel like people just kind of pick and true, pick and choose whatever they kind of choose to believe what is right and wrong, uh, which makes it kind of hard to define. What do you mean by good guy? You know, because uh, a lot of the times, you know, good guys are never as good as they claim to be. Uh, so you know, sometimes people that kind of like open the door with that, it's like you know, where are you going with this? Um, but at the same time, there are a lot of really trash men out there. You know, a lot of really abusive people. A lot of just kind of ignorant to you know the problems of women. Um, you know, that just kind of neglect their partners. Um, I'm gonna. I, aspect of you know knowing a woman's problems because the ultimate nice guy that's ever been portrayed probably in media it may be Forrest Gump and was Forrest Gump aware of women problems necessarily was he actually this great intelligent perfect dude uh, he was far from intelligent I mean he had a learning dis not a learning disability, but his IQ wasn't as high. But he was a sweetheart, and uh, that's what carried the movie. Yeah. And look how he was treated by Jenny. Jenny. Can you I should put a trigger warning because I know somebody's gonna get triggered, and yeah. they're gonna be like, "No, no, I love women." Maybe we'll say, "I listen, I love, I love, the love women. All women, women are, are queens." Let me just and say this real quick. Forrest Gump was the perfect man for any woman. But let me just tell tell y'all something about the reason why I have an issue with Jenny. Let's talk about this movie real quick. So Forrest Gump does all this stuff. They're growing up. Jenny, she did go through a lot. You know, she is, she was, and is a damaged girl. She grows up, goes through a lot, you know, goes all throughout all all her phases. Forrest Gump still showing her love. Yes, she leaves them. Yes, she joins all, all these groups, then leaves them. Forrest Gump gets older, you know, becomes rich, and becomes successful. It so happens that Jenny decides to wise up and get with him. Yet, she actually had um, a kid by H- him. Huh? A kid by him. Kid by him. And she was also HIV positive. I think I thought yeah. it was hepatitis C. Hepatitis C. I mean, dang, we don't have to. You know, I don't think. Yeah, so, either or. So, either way, she, she, she died. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, where she, 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 she was sick by the time she got with Forrest. I'm not saying that, you know, that was implied in the movie, but at the end of the day, she exhausted she, every other option until she got with him. This movie actually showed the same nice guys finish last because, again, it's been an argument because Forrest Gump. He spent his entire life doing all this great stuff, so waiting for say, Jenny, waiting for her. But I mean, I think everybody kind of likes the idea of having somebody wait for them. Uh, and you know, I've been listening to that Drake song, "Good Ones Go," and you know, really, I kind of feel like I can't relate. Um, but I feel like even, I guess, deep down, I do kind of still relate to that in some way. That like, you know, if I did have to go out and do something, if I did have to go to Vietnam and all this stuff, 
or whatever the hell Jenny was doing the whole time. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that somebody would be there for you at the end of the day. Um, you know, well, that's the whole point of kind of like having a spouse. But the issue is that Jenny wasn't treating him as if that was her spouse. Jenny was yeah. treating him as if that he was a source of forever love no matter what. That she says, sorry, I can't I'll be with you. She just goes out, just does things she wanted to. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying, listen, of course, she was damaged. She went through a lot. And of course, I'm not just blaming her for fully about that because, you know, she definitely needed help. But at the same time, everyone is damaged to a sense. Yeah. You know, so I'm not trying to excuse her, but I'm not also going to hold her responsible as well. You know, because again, at the end of the day, you understand, but at the same time, it's not okay. Yeah, like yeah. she decides to give with him after she does everything under the sun. And also, it has the fact that he's actually a rich man, too. Yeah, which everyone. But I feel like Loki. That is kind of like, and how, a lot of people's fantasy. And how many times have we seen it in movies or TV shows where the nice guy or the good guy gets rejected when he was young, and he grows up and becomes rich, and the yeah. girl that, that rejected him, and she starts liking him, or, or whatever happens. And but the thing is, men also have that. They kind of make up that fantasy too, and it's like I'm rich now. Fuck you. Now that yeah yes yeah, that is a that is the other side of the coin, but we're not going to go uh, down that that level. So I want to focus on just that dynamic alone, as far as those two. Is yeah. that again? He may be considered the ultimate good guy, but again, he finished last. Oh, he finished beyond. I mean, last. I mean did he really go? It's eleven eleven. Make a wish. Oh, it's eleven. It literally just turned eleven twelve. Wait, you see Miles? I, I was gonna now. say that um did he truly finish last though? I mean think about it. That, 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 at the end though, yeah. at the end though, he he got what he wanted though. He had his wife, he had a beautiful son, who was smart way smarter than him, and like he didn't have to worry about like him, his son being like how he was and getting picked on because of that. Mm-hmm. He accomplished so many things throughout his life yeah. and at the end of the day he still was able to have Jenny, even if it was brief. He still had that. No, so. and I understand that. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I think men can view that movie at different points and times in their life and reflect before us on some level, regardless of wherever he was. Even when he was, you know, with Lieutenant Dan, when he was, you know, doing the yeah, the cross country and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, all of that on some level, um, I feel like we all can relate to. Um, and, you know, it's something that kind of brings you back. In terms of Jenny, if you think of her as the prize, I mean, I don't have a problem, I guess, with her trying her options out. And, you know, the thing is, is that what really makes it unokay is really just the fact that Forrest, I guess, kind of... He was living his life, but then she came back into the pictures. No, I mean, times. and the thing is, I guess you can't even say there's really anything wrong with that. No, there's a lot wrong with that. <laughs> but just for the sake of argument, um, the only thing that really bothers me is the fact that she came back when she was literally dying. I mean, if you can't say that's finishing last, you know. Did she know she was sick when she came back to him? Or no, I thought that no. was the reason she came back. No, at, um, at first, like, they met up. You know, the whole thing was when he's at the bus uh, stop saying, life like a boss child. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. they met. Because, like, she called him, and that's when she introduced her to Junior, or him to Junior, 
And then like months later, probably like weeks later, she's like, hey, yo, let's get married. They got married. And then like a few months later, she's like, yo, I'm dying. So then, yeah. Well, the I'm, timing of all that is just crazy. I'm not it is crazy. This, but but the thing is, I, I interpreted it differently. Um, so I guess I'll have to go back and rewatch it again. Because uh, I was not thinking about it from that perspective. But the, the other issue kind of is, is that if Forrest could really understand that Jenny was not trying to commit, the argument kind of could be made that maybe Forrest wouldn't have waited. But because he is kind of disabled, uh, he forever provided that, un- that unconditional love. Yeah. Which, you know, like, there's just two arguments, like, on... On one side, it's like, well, why do I give love to someone that's not gonna provide it back to me at, at this moment? Yeah. That's wasting my time. Or to some people, is that you know I love them so much that I know eventually they'll come back around, so I'll still yeah. provide it. Or we all have that one person I like. If it's an ex or someone that we're talking to that you know we have an issue with, is that yeah, Drake I don't said, want to lose you. I, I, hmm? Oh, I said Drake said he always felt like sticking around is the same as being stuck. <sighs> hey, yeah, it is two different and so there's just two sides to that yeah it's up to you to determine what side you're on but i just want to reopen that because you know from seeing uh, different arguments on the internet sadly when i'm roaming through a lot of people made good points about how they were in their shoes they realized that oh no forrest completely wasted 30 years of his life yeah you know since you know he does have a beautiful child he said he doesn't have but it wasn't on purpose yeah it wasn't and he doesn't was it I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know, think so. I know, I, I know that one scene they had, they kind of like hinted that they did have sex, so I guess. Oh, no, they did. And yeah, it yeah. was a hit and quit. Like, well, I mean, we know it because they had a kid. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, still, you know, yeah. But they had, yeah, like like overall, he has a kid, but he doesn't have Jenny. Yeah. He still lost her in the end. I mean, he could have had her, or at least he had someone time. that was just like her so many years ago. Yeah. You know, like, but so, I guess that kind of goes back to the. I guess a sense of morality is in the sense of if you kind of believe in soulmates and whatnot, do you stick around and let her do whatever else, you know, and work her way through it until your souls meet at the end or whatever? Uh, I guess that depends on what you consider the story. If you consider the relationship the beginning or the end, you know? Uh, I mean, I'm serious, you know. I, yes, I do feel like some people precious. think getting with the girl is the end point, but I feel like a lot of women also feel like getting the ring is the end point but really you know it's the happily ever after effect yeah Disney man Disney you know we are going to Disney World we maybe should stop bashing on them yeah no, not, before they kick us out as soon as we step in we you hear Mickey go we, we are making observations. It'll be funny to report a fight between you and Mickey Mouse this time. Uh, I'm not trying to get kicked out on Disney. No, no. Listen, you will go viral so fast. I mean, we're already. Why do I gotta be the one, huh? Because you already fought Samuel Jackson. I didn't fight Samuel Jackson. <laughs> he he sure was, did, man. He was a crazy man trying to whack me. <laughs> yeah. Damn, you know you should have hit him with that unlimited power. Oh yeah, just do invisible force lightning. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he wouldn't have hit you. Well, I, I'll tell you what, guys. To kind of transition real quick before we go too deep into that hole, because you can't tell them all the plans yet. Oh, yeah. Is it, you can't tell them all the plans. Since it's 2021, people are saying, you know, we're all more tolerant people and this, this, and this. Do you feel like it really is an easier time to be a nerd or be an individual? What a time. Or do you think uh, 
people just kind of understand how to brand themselves a lot better? Uh, I think it's a bit of both because a lot yeah. of the way that people interact now is through social media and it's like there's people you probably haven't seen in years and the only reason you are even aware of what they're going on in their lives is through social media. You know, you see, in a weird way, you notice how every app has stories and now the TikTok effect. Stories work so well because it just has that endless vertical, or not vertical, horizontal, horizontal picture. Of stories, yeah. TikTok works the other way and it kind of just gets you hooked into the software, uh, which is a, yeah, I mean, in terms of like user experience design, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, just simple, endless feed, but at the same time, we kind of forget these are actual people and not just, you know, tuning into the next channel of whatever show or whatever story. But you should tune into the Victory Click podcast every month. Yeah. Uh, How about you, Miles? Like, how do you feel about it? I feel like it is a good in between. Like, while there is um, times where we can be tolerable, at the same time, we have to also call them out on that. Certain things that I would like to discuss is like the whole issue with, like, prime example, cosplayers. While they are more acceptable, at the same time, their behavior and actions, like doing some type of, like, shit where they do concha where they basically put their fingers up your ass or like if they get if a lot of Deadpool cosplayers how they're all oh, like too close yeah and how they're too are they really doing that shit to people yes they do that and oh, then yeah. there's like a lot of other cosplayers who are like a little oh, too we're close so when I used to go to I mean finish oh my god I'm sorry. okay I'm sorry and it's just like the whole sexual harassment like they get yeah. in your personal bubble and you're like yo back off but they still play the role of the character and do that and it's just like there's a certain line where you have to understand where, like, like I understand you're a fan of this person, but you're not this person, so don't do that shit, because that's fucking creepy. That's sexual harassment. Yeah. Do that yeah. again, and you'll get, you know? That's, you should hit them with the chidori the first time around. Just they try that. There's a reason, again, there's a reason why you already fucking bully, man. Because people put their fingers in people's asses. <laughs> I mean, come on. And I've never gone that far, but, you know, back in the day, for the people that were the early adapters of Naruto, you know, that's what we were all doing. We were all doing yep. jutsus. We were learning that we're shit. That doing way. that run, trying to walk up walls and across the water. <laughs> uh, and literally, you've seen a lot of news articles about how a lot of people hurt themselves from that. <laughs> yeah. There was one kid who was literally Now, nobody told someone. our stupid asses yeah. to do that, though. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, but, you know, one thing I will say is that I feel like the atmosphere of 15 years ago, it really hasn't changed. The difference is... is People are just not willing to do it. And well, no, I would say social media has exposed us to more people like us. Yeah. So if we feel more comfortable, like, okay, someone else is like me, it's pretty cool to do this. And we so champion the people that do really crazy stuff like have, you know, Star Wars battles and, you know, put the effects in or people that, uh, and I see it on like TikTok and stuff all the time, the people who like do the Naruto effects and whatnot. Yeah. Even there's really dope cosplayers, you know, uh, we encourage people that want to be as much like the the characters Case, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know there is a a line where a you fine line. A very start to drift out of reality <laughs> <laughs> there's a very fine line yeah. you can wear a Naruto outfit like I'll tell at you, a convention jumpsuit. yeah at a convention yeah but if you wear it out here in real life people going I mean, to look you wear the whole outfit I mean, hey the jacket's dope I, I'd wear a jacket not the whole Kage little coat see but nowadays jacket, yeah. 
and that's gotten to the point where that's even more like acceptable. But if you're just cosplaying, there used to be people like I used to work in the mall. I used to work at Fye. I don't know if there are any Fyes left around. Barely. Uh, but there would literally be furries that come in there, and I don't want to get to an argument with furries. Uh, but there also used to be, you know, people that used to just walk around the mall in uh, the Naruto cosplay and stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, they're here today. Uh, and, you know, I always would treat all customers with respect and stuff. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, I know you're not hurting anybody by doing that, but you're obviously drawing attention to yourself. Cool. Yeah. It's all, it, it's, it's all okay. And we know how, I'm not going to say the black community knows how to really gatekeep or at least keep you online in terms of what social People, what's people love stuff. gatekeeping. But man, I know again, if you wear an orange jumpsuit to the bank, I'm fine. Or like a, <laughs> a, a jumpsuit for a house or, party. Or yeah, where it's like, now, depending on how you wear it, you know, like I said, Listen, if y'all listen, if anyone has not watched Naruto, which if, if you watch this right now, you probably have. Yeah, y'all know some of the outfits. If you haven't watched it, is then you should watch it. What's wrong with you? I mean, no offense, but I see someone wearing Rock Lee's uh, full jumpsuit. I'm going to assume that they're cosplaying, uh, but they say, "Nah, man, I'm wearing this just for fun." Like, hmm, that does not look good. Don't people do that at the gym? They go to the gym. I oh my god. Oh. There's, there's this yeah. There's this website where they like wear a lot of all the Naruto or Dragon Ball Z. But that's motivation because if you remember, some of these anime characters are inspirations to do better. I understand that, well. but I'm telling you, I've worked at the gym and we've had people come in dressed as. I I had people come in. <laughs> no, he had the Super Saiyan here and everything. Okay, yeah, see, that's the issue. If you're full cosplay, then no. I've also like had everybody come in dressed full... as Elsa from Brave. He went full Is cosplay. Is you dumbass? Are you serious? No, the the oh, wrong Disney princess. Yeah, they're definitely not gonna like it. <laughs> uh, no, the girl from Brave is Merida. Brave. Merida. Yeah. Oh, uh, somebody came in dressed as her as well. Um, uh, Disney adults. I'm telling you, I don't care how motivational it is. Why are you working out? My like thing is, like, don't come, like, if you wear, like, say, like, a shirt like this, but it's, like, with the uh, Uchiha. Well, people do that all the time. Like, that's people okay. Do, like, a Superman shirt. Yeah. There's a whole couple that does that at the gym. Yeah, they you can do that. Runs. But if you're wearing, like, the Fort Hokage's outfit, just trying to run on the treadmill, trying to get your uh, flying Raiju activated they know no calm down buddy whoa whoa not so fast eager to make beaver some people just like doing that anyway some people just like to max out on the treadmill and it's like you know <laughs> you can't run outside <laughs> oh yeah that's <laughs> like a ninja run on the treadmill going 13 like if you will bust your ass if you do that i promise uh, you. i will yes and i'll be like well if you incline the ramp up maybe and get away with it look look so we're gonna Put a pin in that conversation. <laughs> no, because again, this is going to tie to my next point again. So I bring it back to black male nerd love in a sense. You know, those guys that say she didn't like me because I, I like anime. Was it that, or was it because she didn't like me because you smell like mustard ass, the sweaties? And on top of that, also did she not like you not because you like anime, but because you shoved it down the throat? I mean, again. See, look, gatekeeping extremists. That's the thing, though. Like, it's nothing wrong with you showing your interest to your anime, like the anime to your significant other, or to your crush, or who's ever you're vibing with. But if you're like, be like, oh, you don't watch this, I can't be with you. Be gone. Thought, then that's our issue. So, you know? but the thing is, is that a lot of the 
non-anime people. And when I did used to work at, damn, I used to work in a lot of fucking places. <laughs> when I used to work the anime convention circuit, one thing we always used to say is that the anime community accepts all types of people, all yeah, cast, all, you know, all walks of life. So, However, because it accepts everybody, that means there is a lot of, you know what I'm getting at, a lot of uh, kind of extremist people that, you know, and this is really with any fan base because, you know, Star Wars is one of those things too. Star Wars was a blockbuster movie. Everybody liked Star Wars, but the diehard fan base kept it alive. You know exactly. Those, you know, young book readers, the comic uh, collectors, you know, love the, the cosplay extended and universe and the books and stuff, yeah, and the the video games and stuff. So, no, I'm not gonna lie, the extended universe was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, the thing is, I am not hating on it. However, there's some people that take it to the extreme. Like, literally, they were ready, they were up in arms when they saw the prequels for. Uh, and they said they weren't yeah. gonna use any of it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I wanna act, speaking of black stuff. No, we're gonna, we get upset. Oh, oh go. No, 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 no. I would say, I wanna touch up on another conversation because y'all should have a point about the crazy fan bases in Star Wars. But you touched on something earlier. You what said, course. you said, it, it, what am I, Catholic? <laughs> Edit, uh, edit that. Uh, <laughs> edit that. Uh, 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 but anyway, uh, here is what I want to ask you. You touched on something earlier, so I'm sorry. So, uh, uh, did the girl not like a black nerd because he yeah. didn't like that stuff, or because he didn't have game? Or he didn't I have think the lack of game. Like, if you, you don't talk, how are you going to like somebody or find out you're attracted to them if you don't do communication? And that's what scared. I'm saying. They, the weird anime people to us, that's what we look like to them. And unfortunately, that's what I'm saying. Because it comes from everybody, they don't know the difference. They, mm-hmm. you say you like anime, they might think you're walking around. Them. Yeah, he said just one of them going crazy, going all over the place, which is kind of sad because, like, like I'll give you a prime example. Someone who went through this is actor Finn Cole. That's his name, right? Not not Finn, Finn Cole. Cole. What's the man's name? The actor that that played Finn in Star Wars. I said Finn Cole because he's another actor. John Boyega. Yeah. John Boyega. Sorry, oh, John, John Boyega. Boyega. I just seen yeah. Attack of the Block not too long ago. Attack of the Block. Attack the Block. Um, we are we are messing up all your work, John Boyega. We are so sorry. It's late. We are. We are it's late. You fucking. <laughs> but but again, when he was first casted as a, a stormtrooper, how many of the extreme Star Wars fans? There are no crazy? black. There are no black stormtroopers. If you so, think about it, Boba and Jenga fell. They're brown folks. So the only reason. Boba Fett has been alive for so long. He literally had no lines in the first time that he... Sh- no, he had one line, right? He was like, I'll take him. Yeah. No. He And that's the thing. He died in the second movie. It was all that extended non-canon stuff yeah. that kept him alive. And, you know, uh, that's just another example of that, of just them creating their own universe. Well, just uh, separate from reality where their own rules and stuff exist. I don't want to make this a tinfoil hat, but again, when did, there was never any conversation about race at all in Star Wars films. In fact, Star Wars transcends beyond anything, any earthly issues in a sense, apart from Republic and war, yeah. <laughs> so, what, so where the hell did his, the issue with his race comes in handy or him being black? But that's the thing, black people are useful in the war, which is why it's never came up. I have a lot of family from Tuskegee, Alabama, and you know, they 
they're really proud of the site of the Tuskegee Airmen. You of know? course. Uh, you know, and we all are. But at the same time, there is that conversation of the, you know, a black Captain America syndrome. Uh, Which, by the way, yeah. y'all should look up Isaiah Bradley, uh, black, cap, black Captain America. But? What? What is your perspective? Oh, I mean, I had no issue with it. I thought it was just, oh, a stormtrooper. It's been cool. Yeah. And, like, with the whole Isaiah Bradley, like, once I found out, I was like, what? I, like, I was surprised and, like, I was happy because, like, yes, bet. I love Steve Rogers. Don't get me wrong. Steve Rogers is the GOAT. One of my favorite Marvel characters. But hearing that story from Isaiah Bradley and how, like, we saw, like, that shit he went through and how he still kicked ass and took names, that made me hyped. I was like, yes, yeah. like, representation, baby. And I you know? also want to point out that Sam Wilson, too. Sam Wilson is pretty much the GOAT, both MCU and comics. Yeah. Uh, and I also want to point out, I have a lot of friends in the military and stuff, also Miles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to point out that the military is actually a great way for, you know, young black people to, you know, start their careers and kick that stuff off, you know. Uh, and, you know, I, I wish we just had, you know, more outlets and stuff. But, you know, for a lot of people that especially don't have the option of going to college, the military kind of is a really... Uh, you know, good option, you know, to kind of advance your career and whatnot. Um, but it is unfortunate that I feel like from the United States government, you know, they do try to take advantage of people that maybe don't have a lot of options, you know. Um, I'm not going to say predi- I'm not gonna say predatory, but they seem to target certain demographics in certain areas. Yeah, yeah. Most- yeah like, the most BS thing, like, the predominantly black schools. As soon as like graduations yeah. are growing up, you see all these recruits from the Marine Corps, yeah. the U.S. Army, Navy, Air Force. You name it, they are all lined up saying, "Hey, you look like the type of guy you might yeah. want to serve this country for the betterment. We'll help you pay for your college." And please don't move them up me from this. I'm sorry. I'm just seeing how it is. Yeah, I didn't want you to go too far into that, yeah. but I was only going to say the reason I brought this up is and that's exactly right, and especially in my high school. A lot of the people yep. who were in the ROTC program were also really large Star Wars fans. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like they would have had a good reaction to seeing a black stormtrooper um, really? on scene. And the thing is, I have to wonder if there is kind of an underbelly. We're never, we're going to have to sneak into Disney World at this point. No, Listen, we are going to be filming this, and we are we are doing an investigation into this because it's kind of nuts how. Now we're not going to apply this, but there may be some extre- some of these extreme, you know, Star Wars fans that are mostly white, that are have, kind of Nazi driven. Uh, uh, I'm not going to say Nazi driven, but I'm going to say is they they, they honor and respect military. They have a strict fashion for uh, strict fashion for certain things. You know, they normally don't probably interact with other groups. So they see a black stormtrooper, they probably don't imagine uh, whatever's on those stormtrooper outfits yeah. is probably not black at all. So yeah. I mean, again, we're not trying to imply anything, but there was kind of a racist undertone. Well, it's like, I'm sorry, it wasn't racist undertone. It was very racist way out there. They reacted to John Boyega, but yeah, again, it was. The mainstream media, at least in my opinion, probably didn't do too much addressing as far as the issues with those Star Wars. Because Disney doesn't want to discuss it, yeah. Yeah. And in turn, the song. I sound so bad for it. Zippity Doodah song. 
Bane. I didn't Bane. know Splash Mountain was based on that. Yes. Wait, 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 what? Yes, Splash Mountain is based off Song of the South. I only learned... What? Well, hold on, I don't know. Yeah. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me tell you what a splash... What's up? You said Splash Mountain? Like I said, we're going to have to... I, I hope they don't have facial recognition there, because we're going to buy our tickets. They're going to be like... Ah, get them out of here. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, my God. They'll probably even censor this or try to pull this just for us. Yeah, we'll get demonetized. Great. No, yeah. no, no, not yet. You never know. Maybe Warner Brothers will like us. I mean, who knows? You know, the Zack Snyderverse... Peacemaker? Oh, you know what? Oh my God, yo, y'all! I'm I'm so excited for Peacemaker. If anyone is wondering, just a heads up, um, just giving anyone some information. Whenever you want to watch the Marvel TV shows, go get a Disney Plus. But DC Comics are releasing their show. HBO Max is so good. I just gave Miles my HBO Max password. Which, by the way, I don't know. Marvel was good for a little bit, but DC is coming back, and I think we'll have to go back into DC fanboy mode. Oh, you know what? Can we? Let's make speaking of DC. Whoever's a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy, go watch the new Suicide Squad film. James Gunn is going to literally save the entire DC DC universe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I I just put it too much on his shoulders. No, it's not. But the reason why we probably said, I'm sorry, Miles, what were you going to say? I was saying, I personally think that DC should stick to the formula of making superior animated shows. Their animated shows were good, but I feel like they ran every concept they had into the ground. They did (laughs) Killing Joke, you know, they did all the... What they need to do is bring back Static Shock. You You want to talk about how either they're... What's it, the the meme where it's like, either go... You sent it to me. They either go to the military or have lightning powers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh! Shoot! That's funny! Who is the black? Let's say who is the uh, who did Jamie Foxx play? Electro. Electro from the Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> that is That's a really weird stereotype. <laughs> it is. But wait, wait, what about T'Challa though? T'Challa. Hmm. He's I, a king. I, yeah. I, would take I mean, but he's like he is literally like the superhero where his superpower is being black. So everything about him is going to be pro-black. Everything they're not going to. And what about Luke Cage? He wasn't in the military. No, he was a cop. Shit. Yeah. At okay. least, at least in the TV show that was on Netflix, which by the way is a great show if he wants to see it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like that little Netflix run right up until Iron Fist. Okay. Just okay. Come on. Dare Daredevil season one and three great. Jessica Jones season one, in my opinion, was probably the best. Are you DC or Marvel? Oh, sorry, Marvel. If, I'm, if I'm DC or Marvel, ooh. Well, I'm right in the middle, so I'm a guy that's stood between the middle because I will say. Uh, Again, you know, I knew about the comic books uh, uh, before the movies came out, but Marvel did probably the greatest um, run-up of any action film series of all time because of the MCU. But comic book-wise, I think DC Comics tend to have a little bit darker stories that could probably take them. I think they're just even more unique in general. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry to say unique. It's sometimes to be applied in real life. My thing is... um, for DC, I like how they have their stories, but something about Marvel is like really more entertaining for me because I like the whole thing where like one of the main things was there was like the whole Civil War arc. That shit made me really happy because like and that's what made me become. I think that's well, aside from Captain America: Winter Soldier, um, great the movie, the great movie, one of the greatest Marvel movies. I'm not being like reading a panel from a uh, Steve Rogers telling him why he still fought for like. Um, 
like against the whole superhero registration ad, he was like, yo, like when the world tells you to move, you plant your feet and you tell them no, you move. And I'm just like, bro, that's fucking inspiration. That, like, that, hearing that so, type of stuff in the comments right there is what motivates me. But that's the thing. Marvel always goes for the approach. Their brand is really more so like family dynamics and friendship dynamics and stuff. The, we saw a civil war together. My whole thing is is that the argument that they were having were two separate arguments. Iron Man was arguing, hey, we need to have a safer way of being superheroes. And Captain America was arguing, but my friend Bucky, though. The whole <laughs> No, okay. Let me, okay. Let me just, okay. Before we, before we go down that hole, let me just say right now. No, he's not saying, I mean, say, no, he's not saying that. What he's saying is he understands, um, how would I say this? If you give one, one, I'm like, one government entity that much power, you can't say trust them. In other words, in other words, can you really trust um, like other people's uh, judgment compared yeah. to yours? Yeah, or their actual too. And for example, right, you know, him doing his own investigation, he found out. Him and Sam found out what was going on, but of course, the United States government saying kill Bucky because that's who they killed yep. T'Chaka. Yeah. So that's where you know you see it from both sides, but it's just an argument that's just gonna go on forever. Because yeah, but all the the central conflict of the movie really kind of comes with Bucky. Like, the thing is, is that, let's take Bucky out of the film for a second. Yeah. And we were talking about Naruto earlier. I feel like Captain America's story arc was basically centered around Bucky for the longest time. Um, but, you know, basically Naruto's story arc was centered around Sasuke. And it's like, man, I, I feel like Bucky was a little more, you know, give and take with Captain America because he kind of was unconsciously being a murderer. Uh, but you know, once he kind of came out of it, he was good. Yeah. Uh, he sucked at fighting, but you know, it was whatever. Yeah, I know. That's why he He sucked. got his ass clapped in the... No, listen, that, and that's what pissed me off too, on a quick side note. MCU, y'all nerfed the bunk in the show. I mean, yes. that dude, listen, I know he wasn't trying to kill anyone, but his killer instinct showed that he had no skills to even almost take out Steve Rogers. Come on, y'all. Well, that's why he is the sidekick. Uh, Sadly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I feel like if he wasn't in the movie, let's just say, Captain America wouldn't have fought as hard. You know what I'm saying? I still, well, he would have just retired. Because, like, originally that was what the plan. He was like, I can't go through with that. And him and Sam were just like, yo, we out. No, but that's what I'm saying. I feel like if they had just figured out a smarter solution with how to deal for him deal with Bucky yeah. but also we would have avoided a lot of conflict in the first place well, even that's if the court said something like this, that even then they were still going to assign your course and uh, Tony was like yo like we'll put him into a mental institution we got him just fucking signed but then Zemo came and fucked that shit up what would their plan have been to restrain the Hulk or Thor or I don't know hey, uh, get Natasha Thor would literally blow the planet exactly. up uh, Natasha would have <laughs> handled her the whole she'd be like hey big fella the sun's setting low and do the whole little <laughs> Okay, so I guess it took, I, I actually, I, I was going to say uh, what y'all just said about as far as Steve Rogers and his judgment does go back to the whole argument as far as a, being the good guy is very, very sub, is very, very subjective. But before we go down that hole, let's stick back to the comics. I just want to say my final answer is DC Comics makes a, a better TV shows, and I think they might be able to rival Marvel now with the films because I think DC Comics finally figured out the formula. They tried to... Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, no, all I was going to say is uh, 
Marvel is just one long running TV show though. Um, and I, I think Marvel's formula of everything being like a TV show of like watch this movie and then know what happens in the next movie is a fun movie going experience for everybody so we like showing up I don't I mean, think it's tiring. I still I, I like it, but I think I, it's going to get a lot harder to do going twenty plus movies in. You know, and there are marathons of staying up all night and whatnot to uh, to catch up with the movies. It's like that. It literally, how many movies are there now? It's like three like 20, days worth of movies. Yes. I tell you what, my, over the pandemic, uh, my my father showed my little brother uh, at least the movies that led up to the um, to Endgame. Yeah, to Endgame. She it took like. Three days at least for to watch everything. Yeah. Aaron, my little brother, still didn't know what the heck was going on. Yeah. So he, he, he doesn't have the attention span to understand yeah, yeah. all this. Hey, you look, look. I listen. I but that's I, I, yeah. Ronnie was the one who understands his cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> but but again, they're already touching the multiverse now and coming up. Spoiler alert. They've already talked about to touch the multiverse. I know they're like doing it now in Loki. Spoiler alert. You probably I have to watch that. No, I mean yeah, but yeah. even still. DC Comics realized that they can't uh, uh, copy what Marvel did, so they said, screw it. We're just, just going to do something unique and different every and, single time. And, and I feel like that's exactly what the perfect did. Yeah. Because I would say their TV shows, their anime shows, as you know, a DC had that down packed. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I also. Shot Justice and League now. Unlimited show, yeah. Well, but the thing is, that was Marvel's formula to do the individual and then do the group movie. What DC is doing now is kind of just like let's give a director the realm, the helms yeah. of, you know, a franchise and just let him do whatever. They did that with Suicide Squad, and the, <laughs> and we should get the Suicide Squad <laughs> later on since it is getting rebooted. Uh, but you know, they did the same thing with uh, yeah. you know the Snyderverse and all that stuff, and they're just saying, hey, make this as interesting as humanly possible and try to tie it all together. But then, at some point, they just stopped trying to tie it all together. And that's when it started to get good, is when these directors could just do whatever, whatever the story needed. And all the TV shows yeah. now are going to be either prequels or just kind of side stuff of what's going on that it leads to the film. Like, for example, good old Peacemaker. Yeah. Now, before we talk about Peacemaker, which I'm excited about, let's talk about the original Suicide Squad and everything that went on with that. I feel like we should really address that. Because people need to understand that that movie should have not been as bad as it was. You may have liked it, but professionally-wise, it was a, and I would say awful film, but it was not good. They let the, the studio that did the trailers edit the, the film together, which oh, is also kind of why it was hard to understand. I... I watched the movie three times in theaters. <laughs> I'm so serious. But the thing is, is I could not get it. I was so hyped for when it was coming out. I was like, this cannot miss. Miles, do you remember the album that they released? For yes, you? he kept playing it over and over in your fucking car. That yeah. Like, you are not gonna disrespect Kaylani like that. That was a great song, I will say. But yeah, Kaylani is the GOAT. That was, listen, that album was fantastic for that year alone. The the trailers they dropped were really entertaining. They had scenes and trailers that actually looked promising. Until the movie comes out, you realize that this looks choppy and this looks kind of weird. And now, now if you're just a stan or a fan, you were you wouldn't care. You were just excited to watch the movie. You just but, wanted to see graphics, but that's the same thing with like any video game or yeah. whatever. You just want to see the bam, boom, and, and then get to that moment. And I think um, all of us had a conversation about this, and I think our theory was the studio decided to treat the movie as just a cash grab from all the hype and just say, you know what? 
So everyone loves the hype so much. That, that well, they just fed into the hype. Yeah. Future has a song. I serve the bass. I serve the bass. Well, um, they dropped the ball on that one because again, if you know the Joker is the best selling part of any a villain of any uh, comic book character. He should. Why the hell the antagonist? Yeah, yeah. Why the hell uh, did you cut out most of his scenes? Because make that make sense. Because they had already fed into the hypes of all the characters. I don't know, man. The thing is, I feel like that's exactly what Star Wars is doing. They were like, okay, people are getting hyped about that. Let's make the movie in response to the hype and not make a good movie for them to get hyped about. Okay. Um, and I'm glad Suicide Squad is getting a reboot. Um, but for me, like I said, everything just leading up to the movie. Uh, is it getting rebooted? What is going on with that? Okay, I think so it's a sequel. No, so it's, it's like a sequel. Yeah, it's kind of like a sequel. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. It's called The Suicide Squad, and yeah, yeah, you know, it is a sequel because a lot of the characters are coming back, but but it's, it seems like it's just gonna be the exact same thing except better. No, no, it actually looks far better considering the new director and James Gunn, and and also they're doing that good old uh, prequel called Peacemaker, which kind of Miles. Do you know what Pe- Do you know who Peacemaker is? Mm-hmm. Well, let me just tell you what who Peacemaker is and what the show is going to be about. Um, give me one second. Peacemaker is basically a, and I quote, a ruthless killer who believes in achieving peace at, at any cost. So basically, Punisher. No, no, he's, he's a like pacifist. Go lucky, yeah. Really? He's a pacifist. Yes. And guess who's playing this man? I don't know. Jonathan Cena. John Cena. I'm sorry, not Jonathan. It's just John Cena. I'm sorry. Sorry, John Cena. Yeah, the good old John Cena is playing a pacifist who's also a ruthless killer. That doesn't make sense. That makes no sense, and that's why I'm excited to see that because I don't know what the heck James Gunn is going to do because he's directing all the episodes. I think either directing or writing all of them. Man, that man is not going to be sleeping anytime soon. He's like Issa Rae. They were saying Issa Rae has like 27 hours or whatever in the day. Oh she gosh. always is doing some project. You know, she's the, the new Spider-Woman. Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's been getting a lot of work lately. So That's what I'm saying. Secure. She don't sleep. Grind out she's stuff. She's built different. I mean, you know, we've seen a lot of black writers achieve a lot of work these past few years. But I'm sick and tired of seeing how Michael B. Jordan and everything. Well, I Just, love Michael B. Jordan. I'm tired of it, man. Naruto. I never remember when they had that whole designer line. They really tried that. They really thought they were going to sell $300 graphic tees. <laughs> or whatever those things were. Uh, just because it had Naruto on it. And the sad thing is, is that you know there was some... some Did it sell? I don't know. But I know there has to be somebody that was freshly getting into anime in some gentrified area. <laughs> that was like, oh, yeah, 300 $300 for a, Nar- for a Naruto shirt. Or the like the jackets with just like Kakashi on it, just like y'all have lost it. I don't know, man. I'm just kind of over that kind of nonsense. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you know I'm over I might be Jordan playing in movies, but you know they're already trying to make him the next uh, uh, Superman. And I'm not against that. In uh, I forgot which version of it was it the one after the new Fifty Two. Uh, they rebooted I think it was, yeah. the like Earth Two Superman. He was black. I, I don't know if they're gonna do that storyline. But aren't there so many other characters that we can do, man? Yeah. And that's kind of always the argument, and I hate to do it because a lot of the times, uh, 
a lot of the kind of the fan base people are like, you know, don't give us, don't make these traditional characters black. You know, they were up in a, a tizzy. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, that's how they treat it though. You know, they're like, uh, you know, well, I think there was some conversation about Iron Man being a black woman. Yeah, she is. Like, uh, she's yeah. a black girl. Yeah. In fact, I think that's what they're doing next. Because they make it, a, they actually, I think they're doing a TV show about the Black Iron Man. Oh, yeah, I think they are. Yeah. Um, and yeah, basically, you know, people react to that so badly. Um, and, you know, they always say, give us original black characters that are good. But at the same time, I feel like if that were the case, nobody would want to support the original black characters, you know? They kind of want the stuff that's kind of tried and true. Like, so it's Batman? like. Huh? You, mean, you mean like Batman? Or yeah, you know, um, and the yeah. conversation kind of goes for like James Bond too, but the the real oh god that whole issue yeah the, the real issue is is that it's kind of catch twenty two because it's like you know okay if we're gonna get our own characters to be good somebody has to support them but if not we're not gonna get representation unless popular tried and true characters are black. I'm I'm on the side now where look. I'm not sure how many more Batman reboots that they can do. I haven't yet. Now, I will say the newest Batman reboot does is always gonna look promising considering that there are talented directors and you know actors and things, so it's always going gonna look good. But I don't know if I can do this another two to three times. But DC I'm sorry, a uh, DC and HBO and Warner Brothers, they're they're doing something smart that they're gonna kind of create their own universe, like what um, the Suicide Squad is doing with Peacemaker, mm-hmm. and they're doing a um, a TV show uh, based on the crooked cops, uh, the crooked cops in Gotham. People like that super immersive experience. You know, they want everything to match, which is kind of crazy. That you know, that's all we I feel like have been asking for as you know comic book fans is you know, can we get some consistency here? And I yeah. think that's why Marvel works so well is because. We like seeing the Warren Hulk tag up, and we like seeing, you know... But uh, the thing I like the most, too, is that they also put their own twist to it, to where it's not exactly the same thing, but a little different. And But you can still enjoy the certain... Uh, exactly, yeah. and you know, I feel like DC right now especially, they're literally just like, this was popular in the comics? Okay, we're going to do the exact same thing. Um, and it's like... At least that's what they did with their animated universe. They were just literally just making the comics animated and it's like we could have just read the comics you know but I guess people also don't like reading so <laughs> read <laughs> read no, most, um, it's gonna be a, it, it, it's gonna be an interesting decade to see as far as what's gonna be the next great mm-hmm. action franchise mm-hmm. you know again like 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 we talked about earlier you know this is a great time for you know black writers and black actors to start getting in Hollywood Particularly black women writers, because I've seen a lot of new shows pop up uh, recently. You know, so we may see more uh, black superhero films. Like, we already have a few, I'm not even a few, like I say, a emergence of black horror films with what Jordan Peele has been doing. Yep, like Miles. Do you remember um, Get Out? Out? Yeah. And you know what? I don't like how y'all, as soon as that came out and y'all realized who I was dating, y'all would have quit the joke for that time. I never, that was, was me. Not me. That was not me. Yeah, I yeah, don't know who you that think was not I me. was, but it was not me. Was that the other folk that we know, man? Yes, that and um, my family, too. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, watch out. I was like, 
You know how it is, man. Yeah. We're not gonna go they into detail with jokes. Black folks got yeah. jokes for everything. Yeah. They can't take shit serious, I swear. Yeah. You uh, know how it is, man. But Candyman. Oh, I can't wait for that. Hell oh yeah. Oh my gosh, oh my god. Let me Look, see that's the out. one black carry like villain I actually love to root for. No, it's but also it's terrifying. The story's I, terrifying. Yeah, actually. I think I want to actually be scared. I don't know. I'm just like. Oh, if he was real. You already know. I I get over. Shoot comes out August 27th this Candyman. year. Oh, Candyman. Oh God. Ah, 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 ah. Beetlejuice. Yeah, I bet my lip. What's crazy is that like if you watch the film, is the the origin film of that dude is terrifying. And now in this one, it's about. This is not spoiler alert, but this is just the actual story. If you just look it up, see what's going on. But do you remember the little boy that got kidnapped in the beginning? Like in the first film? Mm-hmm. In that scene? You don't at all? Well, apparently this is a little boy that was kidnapped and now he, uh, he grows up as an artist. It's going to get really, it, it's really interesting. I think this is going to be whatever goes around comes around. I mean, Jordan Peele is literally carrying the the black horror industry on its back right yeah you know? uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm excited yes. I'm not really the biggest fan of the original Candyman but I'll support it if uh, you know Jordan Peele is behind it um, you know I, I just I'm super excited for the, the next season of Insecure um, last one yeah I just saw them posting like pictures and stuff of them wrapping up uh, I want to see Issa Rae and more stuff. You know, I am excited about her being uh, Spider Woman, but at the same time, I don't want her to become the next Michael B. Jordan. Where yeah. it's like, you know, they just start typecasting her as yeah. the black woman to be in everything. And I'm not saying she doesn't deserve that work, because you know, at the same time, we want to support actors and we want them to get roles and stuff. But at the same time, it's like you know, we also like. To be surprised, we like to you know. We want to see more people. Like I don't want her to be every character, every black woman out there. I want to see different varieties. Like even if you ain't like as popular as her, if you got the skills and talents for it, then yeah, show us what you got. You know. So how do you feel about Lakeith Sandfield being in almost every anime type of? Well, he's in a lot of black stuff. Period. He really is like one of the best black actors. Just back to actors. Look, he look. I, I'm biased because I grew up with him. That is Goliath. That is a uh, Doctor Facilier. How do you pronounce it? Facilier. Yeah. Look, he is one of the prime leading examples of like I. I, I'm very biased, and like his performance is just something where I'm national. Like something about that suave Southern uh, businessman attitude is just something that will always attract me and make me want to be like. Fucking watching this movie, you know. So um, yeah, yeah. no, he, he is a great actor. Oh yeah, he most does definitely. He does great. He's a good guy, bad guy, you know. But he wasn't Death Note. The Netflix reboot of Death Note was he? The live action, and he was L. And I was excited. Wait, there. what? Yeah. Was you didn't good? see that? No. Because oh, y'all were saying how trash it was. I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to The thing cells. is, I have brought up Death Note to a lot of people. <laughs> you asked me the other day, what's an anime you introduce people to? A lot of the times, a good go-to one is Death Note. <laughs> the you problem, Hakusho. show. The problem is, is that there's a lot of people that will think you're talking about that Netflix that version. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And <laughs> I recommended it to somebody a few years ago that didn't want to watch it then and Netflix came out with it and they like they like the film 
apparently there is a kind of a underground uh, fan base for it. Oh yeah. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> now I feel like I, I don't know if you know they have a live action Full Metal Alchemist coming. Yes. Out. Don't remind me. Uh, they have a live action JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. By the way, that's a great ass anime. Y'all should definitely watch that too. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, people. Let's go. But they're also coming out with Tokyo Revengers, man. I just started that. Uh, I'm really into it now. Uh, that's one of the ones that people keep hyping up, and I was like, okay, fine, I'll watch it. And it's actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, what is it better than Jujutsu Kaisen, though? Jujutsu Kaisen, I feel like. Overhyped. Is, don't say overhyped. No, I love it. I, the thing is, I do think it's overhyped, but don't worry about that. Just have fun with it. Uh, because I think Jujutsu Kaisen is all of your favorite anime, like Bleach and Naruto yeah. combined. It just has none of the fat. It's just like, okay, we're going to fight him. This is this guy's deal. Yada, yada, yada. This is our power structure. We don't give a, give a fuck about these characters. <laughs> just watch this cool thing. I feel like the key Stanfield should go ahead and try to start not a black anime studio but well there's already there is one yeah. And, yeah. in he, Japan yeah and he did the video for the weekend for this uh, snow child yeah, you're 100% right but even still like he's, it, seems, it seems as if he has a strong interest in it I recommend him partnering with them and start producing content for black um, anime fans. well I mean here's the thing we always talk about the boondocks but that, the boondocks I feel like is kind of goaded in the black community as well <laughs> and Unfortunately, we really shouldn't have been watching that as young as we were. Oh, hell no. <laughs> but I feel like every black person can relate to the Boondocks <laughs> on so many levels, and we just probably quote it in our daily lives. The Boondocks for us is going to be like, I don't know, like friends or something. Jesus. <laughs> it was the, the Boondocks for us was the South Park for our older cousins yeah. slash our that makes uh, older that siblings. Because, man. Well, yeah. South Park is still going on. South Park is good. Look. Again, even from we watch it now, I'm like, damn, I should not have listened to this shit for now. Yeah. But most of the episodes relate to a lot of things that the community does to that does go through. Yeah. yeah. And it still does to yeah. this day. Yeah. To this day. I feel like if we have more animes that are just like that. No, I'm saying not like the Boondocks. I'm trying to say But just kind of like more relatable. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that was the reflect our lives, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, now that we have the now that we have to know there's a niche for everything. Yeah. Why don't we start one? I thought that's what we were doing. Hmm. Um, but that does bring me to the next point. I still haven't seen Yusuke yet. I'm not hearing good things about it's it. Yas- Yasuke. Yasuke. I'm going to look up their reviews. Afro Samurai was great, and they should have just gave that another run. I mean, but you still got beef with Samuel. See, that, that breaks my heart, though, because that's a really good historical story about the first black samurai. But yeah, they want to fuck this shit up. Like, come they on. They should have just made that shit live action. Exactly. They I would have been okay with that. Well, I appreciate the the effort. I like the fact that they were paying attention they, to black people. Yep. I like the, t- the fact that they were paying attention to the black anime fan base. It was a little cash grabby. It was a little too... What's the word? Too uh, pandering, almost. Pandering to black people? Yeah. Um, and again... I haven't finished it. I'm on episode two, and I was like, man. And I don't want to keep comparing it to Afro Samurai, but the story of Afro Samurai just got right to it. And I know it has the fantasy elements, but unfortunately, Yusuke was just not as interesting for me. Um, as much as I hate to say it, because I really do want to love it. Because I, 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 two episodes in, and it's only a few episodes. It's only maybe like 
six, I think. Yeah, it's only six. I'm seeing a mixture of you. I've seen some people say it's fantastic. Some yeah. people said yeah, he, he gave it one stars. You know, the average is 3.3. So, I mean, people are definitely mixed about it. They yeah. say, first question on, on Google is, is Afro Samurai uh, based on... Yes, okay. Not you getting tired. Hey, look. Y'all already know, the past few uh, podcasts, I, I usually KO around this I time. mean, let's not forget, it is Juneteenth, so therefore, you know, exactly. go, ahead, go ahead and relax. No, no, no. the next thing you know, I'm in Virginia Beach, because y'all want to, oh, I'm on the bar walk, and y'all dropping me off, like, have fun. The next thing you know, I'm getting mad, I said, well, I don't think so. No, <laughs> buy, some, buy some goddamn dude with a lightsaber that's, that's Shut bald. the hell up. Oh, come on, man. I, I think it's time. I, I think it's time we wrap this one, man. Um... Thank you for listening for this long if you have came along for this long. Uh, or what did I just say? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to our uh, Big Thank Big Click podcast. Yeah. Once again, please like and subscribe to our channel to make sure that we can get our hit goal to a thousand before we go to Disney World or Disneyland. Whichever one we're going to. Disney World. World. Oh, World. Disney World. But yeah, anyway. they let us in. No, yeah, they, they, better, they, better, they better let us in. That's not, why we got we got to be incognito so that we can't uh, do facial tracking. You know, theme parks do that now. Yeah, are you Yeah. So in that case, I have to wear my mask and my sunshades and my hat. But as I was saying, terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta bleep that word. <laughs> I've been the man. With the I already got to blow your shirt out. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! Man. Okay, luckily, I, luckily, I ain't moved too much, so you're, so you're good. But yeah, Miles, go ahead, continue. And as I was saying, I'm the man with the plan, Goofboy96. It has been your boy, Miles B. Tony, Tony, Tony. And the Prince of Rhodes. We'll Thanks catch for joining to the... Oh. You already saw all that. No. Okay. Yeah, let's end. All right. I'll just one. Yeah. <laughs> all right, enough of that. Yo, Disney's going to get on our ass for this. Please.